Guess what? Guess what? Are you ready? Because a little bit of everything with me podcast, the one you are listening to, the one that you follow and the one you subscribe is nominated for another Latin podcast awards for 2021. Holy crap, that's right. We are nominated again, but I need your votes. There is a popularity category for the fans to vote. So I need your votes. So make sure you head over to www.latinpodcastawards.com. Scroll all the way down until you see society and culture and vote for a little bit of everything with me because you know, and I know you love me and I love you and you and I love this podcast. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Please head over to LandPodcastAwards.com. You can vote every single day until they've closed the votes, which we don't know yet to be determined. But the ceremony is happening October 2021. And I cannot wait. And hopefully we bring home another award. Thank you guys for your support. And please vote for me and enjoy the rest of the show. Be there, be present, and tell your version. No one can dispute when you're in their face. No, she didn't want to see you, but dear goodness, man. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen. Why, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And of course, we are recapping 90 Day Fiancé Season 8, Part 2, finally, of the Tell-All. But before we even get started, how you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? I am awesome. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, indeed. We only had an hour of 90 Day Fiance last night, which it was a total shocker because I was just like, all right, another two hours. Let's get through this. Let's close the season up. And then I was like, what did I just watch? I know, I know, I know. I was like, okay. And then it wasn't even two hours yesterday. It was just an hour. Yeah, so your opinion, because I got to put this out on the table right now. And thank you guys for listening live and also through the podcast. What did you honestly think of it? Because I really felt like a little bit of immaturity from the group. Um, A lot of them kind of just trying to pick sides of what they think everything is. But also, I just didn't find it interesting. We got to get into Mike and Natalie again for the hundredth millionth time that I was just like, uh, like I, I wanted to hear more of Zied. You know, Zied was just like, well, probably wondering, like, what American life are these men living? They've got strippers, they've got going to strip clubs, they've got other girlfriends, and I'm just here eating pizza. I know, I know, but I'm with, I'm with Zied. Oh yeah, I hear you, Dahlia. It was quite the snooze fest, but. I'm like, I'm with Zietta. I would have rather had the pizza. Um, 
But oh my gosh, why? Why, oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why? And yeah, I'm, I agree. The immaturity was so bad, so bad. Oh, well, what are they doing? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And then these two women wonder why they got men that can't do anything without their mommies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you nailed that. Yes, it's true. So let's get into it. So we got to see again, Natalie and Mike, uh, Tariq and Hazel and Minty. And also we were able to get Amira and Andrew. So let's dive into the beginning. Amir, um, Andrew's at the point that he's just like, well, if she's not going to come on then and doesn't want to speak to me and doesn't want to talk to me, then I'm just going to go home. This is just a waste of time. I'm just going to go home because this is ridiculous. So production is really trying to tell him like, you know, we're, we're going to see what we can do because, you know, the whole cast is wondering why isn't Andrew here? We have to hear his side of the story. So the team is like, oh, we need Andrew. You know, it's just better if Andrew's here. We're both here. And of course, Julia has something to say when, of course, like who had, like she's been, her mouth's been yapping from the beginning. And she's just like, well, if, if he's not here, how are we supposed to know what, what it is? Like, you know, we're here as couples and, you know, we're here together and we're just doing the show. Like, you know, she makes it seem like it's so easy just sitting there and she, pretty much forgot about that she was just you know everyone's just attacking her last week but amira specifically says once again she doesn't want to talk to him she is scared she has a lot of anxiety she just she was gonna about to have a panic attack and she cannot face him of course she is traumatized from all her things there was a lot of how could i say this there was a lot of comments from the group themselves of how they felt about Amira. And they finally tried to come to an agreement, but Amira's like, nope, 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 this is not happening. And he just decides to go home. Now, I'm going to ask you, what did you think of Andrew's departure? Who could he just sucked it up, gone to the back, and then come out? Like, I kind of felt he, he was just not being, if oh. you have a story to tell, like, just, Make oh, it work. The ham, you mean the ham that couldn't be on backstage but got on Instagram Live last night and decided he was going to take a page out of Stephanie's book and tell his story because he just needed everyone to hear his side because what they said was absolutely not true. He did, he did everything in his power. Yes, that. Mm hmm. I just think he was there for the ratings. I feel like, you know, I never yeah. watched it, but can you explain to us briefly what happened? Okay, so last night after the tell-all, Andrew decides he's going to take a page out of Stephanie's book and he's going to set straight all the things that he did not get to say to Amira or to the rest of the cast while at the tell-all. Um, and the funny thing is, normally when I watch some of his lives, people are, you know, telling him how amazing he is and that they don't believe Amira. But this particular time I was watching those comments, people were not as happy with him. And it was like, whoa, 
I don't know what changed or just simply the fact that he didn't want to be on the tell-all with everybody to tell his side or what, but it was just what a 360 or should I say a 180, but oh my gosh. And then he just got on there and he's like, he did everything that he could. That's not what was, you know, they're not giving the whole story. He actually did go and try to look for her while she was in Mexico. And people were even asking like, can you clarify how long she was in Mexico? He refused to touch that. He just absolutely refused to touch that portion of questions. So it's like, it it was just one of those things. He refused to touch those portion of questions. So I'm like, I'm not too sure what's going on here. But it was like one of those things of he took a page out of Stephanie's book and decided just not to do it, which to me, I'm sorry, that was an immature move. If you really want everyone to know your side, then you should have just waited to tell your story. Just wait and tell your story. I mean, I we know the reason Stephanie can't do it is because she wasn't invited. She wasn't invited because she decided that she was going to sue TLC. I mean, and she did two hours of that. And it was just like, dear goodness, she was another snooze fest. I was like, I was grateful she wasn't on, uh, on the tell-all. But dear goodness, it, it, it was just truly, truly ridiculous. And I'm, I'm not sure where I feel, feel Amira because at first I was like, oh my goodness. But then when she said, oh, I found another American, like, girl, really? Like all the people in France, all the people in Europe, all the people on that hemisphere and you could not find anyone near you. Like, really? Well, thank you for explaining what happened. There is, everyone's divided into the middle. There's a lot of details being left out. But uh, one of our Facebook viewers are saying, don't, I don't blame Andrew at all for leaving. Amir is a liar. Um, Another one, too many details being left out from both Andrew and Amira. And again, if someone is accusing me of something, I'd rather be damned if I would be okay not being able to face my accuser. And if she is so traumatized, why did she immediately find another American man who has a criminal past. Uh, her new man looks like he's straight out of prison. Oh my gosh. I'm loving the comments. And it's true. Everyone's divided. Like, I'm just like, I wasn't a fan of Andrew. I'm going to say that. But the way he left and everything, he could have still stuck behind and could have said, no, I'm not going to leave here until I say my side of the story and could have stayed backstage because we've seen that happen before at 90 Day Fiance. And, and that's my point. That's yeah. my point. Like, Stay and tell your side of the story. Like, I, I hate to say this, and, and I'm going to say this because we know we have 90 dayers, we have 90 day cast that listens. If you want your portion of the story told, be there, be present, and tell your version. No one can dispute when you're in their face. No, she didn't want to see you, but dear goodness, man. Yeah, it's so true. He he could have just stayed backstage. And also, Amir, when she did say, I've got a new man and he's from America, I'm thinking all this time. Yeah, we know she had the intention of coming to America. She wanted to leave her beloved France and the outskirts of wine and cheese. And it's like, 
You found a man that fast? I know. I was like, oh, yeah, she's done. But I had called Green Card Alert when she was saying that she was, you know, in the middle of the in the middle of the vineyard and she just had to leave and go where? Go where? We got another comment from Facebook. Sorry, I'm so irritated with Amira and I'm even more irritated that I feel like I have to defend Andrew. No worries. We love hearing your comments. Everyone's like different sided yeah. right now because of this whole situation with the tell-all. So we welcome all of your, your comments. I'm obviously just, I'm not team anybody at this point. But Neither yeah. am I. <laughs> Neither we just love hearing your comments. So thank you guys for really just participating. You can keep telling us more stuff and we'll be just reading out your comments. But I, as soon as she said that, like I found an American man, I'm like, Oh, here we go. Yes. We knew she was there for the green card, but you know, the, the story does not make sense on either, on either side. The fact that you explain the, his own version of the tell law and then hers it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. She claims yeah, he barely texted her and then says never texted her while she was detained and was able to get all her belongings back. But the one thing I got to say is Mexico's a bit shady. If you don't speak the language, they're not going to really tell you what you were deported for. But in the paperwork that fraud and media was able to pick up, it literally said um, invalid passport or something like that because they usually put an explanation and then try to make your life a living hell. And then they said, I think they understood as they didn't have a passport of some sort, but um, it happens. Some countries just be shady and they're just like, let's just put anything here. Unfortunately, it happens. It does happen. Uh, but overall, I know the group was a bit kind of like, mm, I don't know. I just don't know because we had four commentators that was like, they felt like they needed to say more. And I have not seen the new man yet. Um, have you seen this new guy covered in? I'm looking for him. I'm, look I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Once I heard that, you know, my fingers, <laughs> my fingers are moving as fast as they possibly can. That's the best part of coupon queen. She is like right away getting the information and then she'll send it over to me. So, yeah, well, I'm going to wait for that picture or that link to come through. But in the meantime, um, it, she's got a new man. She's going to make it to America eventually. And another Facebook viewer we've got. Yes, he looks scary. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This guy. Are you <laughs> serious? Send wait, 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 wait. Oh, my gosh. You know how, and I have to say this, you know how you're you're with someone and you've got like and 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 then you, like a person gets a 2.0 of the person they were already with like they have a type uh-huh okay well what she did was like instead of going from like windows vista to windows 10 she went like from windows vista to dawes oh gosh <laughs> Yeah, and for those of you that don't remember Dodge, you're just going to have to Google it. <laughs> yeah, it was that long ago. We had green screens, people, green screens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am so sending this over to you. It's, it's oh, oh, gosh. I have to, like, screenshot this. This is, 
This is nuts. This dude is creepy looking. Oh, my goodness. Dear goodness. Well, while I wait for this picture to come through. It's in um, your inbox now. <laughs> anything else to add? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I told you. I had to wait for your reaction. I had to wait for your reaction. It's like, yeah, they need to know. They just kind of need to be somewhere on a sci-fi channel. Um, that's. Life after lockup is 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 not a step up for them. Definitely not. <laughs> I like that show. That's definitely not a step up for them. Oh gosh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> In case you guys are figuring it out, just Google it. Go to Amira's new boyfriend and put in images, and then something will come up, and it's not good. Oh my god. It's gosh. not good, ladies and gentlemen. Not good. Not good. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this. Like she just went, like you could have just stayed with Andrew or Culty or something. Like there were several people, like Amira, you had Andrew, you had Culty, you had Lego Dave. Dear goodness. He <laughs> loves European women. Um, I mean, for goodness sake. You could have even had Big Ed. I think I would have I would have suffered Big Ed for that one. But dear goodness, woman, have you no scruples? Of all the people in Europe. <laughs> yeah. And so this guy's from Los Angeles. Um, supposedly he's just gotten out of prison. <sighs> oh my gosh. Amira, baby. Talk to the Queen Pin. Have your people talk to my people, because we gotta talk, baby. She would be better off bumping it with Ed. <laughs> yeah, she would be better off bumping it with Ed. And 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 anyone that's listened knows how I feel about Ed. Oh yeah, we both have this almost the same opinion about him because it's just uh, the this weekend we were bombarded by Ed's freaking oh makeout session, and I was just like, I cannot believe I wasted. <laughs> But three minutes of my life and wanting to throw up a thousand times and just no, oh, oh, yeah. I, I'm not looking forward till we start recapping the single life. But all right, anything I have, else? I have Go to ahead. find that girl and find out if she has an NDA clause because I need to know what's the deal. Like, what's the tea? I think she's getting paid, but you know, that's I think that's everybody's <laughs> thing right now. I think she's getting paid to be on the show. Uh, yeah. But I think we should move on from this couple because I'm like so over them. Yeah, we're done with the Andrew and Amira. Let's move on. So the next person in the hot seat, we've had Tariq and Hazel. Oh my gosh. Tariq, Hazel, and Minty, the thruple. But there was some confusion, ladies and gentlemen, because it seems like... Tariq and Minty have some sort of connection that Hazel's not agreeing with because she doesn't trust anybody. She wants him to delete Minty's number. And he's like, uh, but, 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 but we're friends. I, I, I don't see the problem. We're friends. And everybody's like, hey, dude, she wants you to delete her number. But, 
but we're friends. So we've all kind of thought about this and we've talked about this and I don't see anything wrong with it. Dude, 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 dude. <sighs> now, the funny thing is, it is very clear to me, if, if it was not clear to anyone else on that stage, on that panel, not clear to Sean, and obviously being ignored by Tariq, Minty is into Tariq. If she will gets any chances, she is going to be with Tariq. Now, she's not too fond of Hazel, but hey, she did say she was more into men than women, which is clue for, hey, if you give me half the chance, I'll steal your man. But yeah. He did do a lot of explanation and try to educate people on this relationship that he's trying to form. Listen, everybody's got their own thing of their relationship like they really they really do like people have everyone chooses what they want to do in their relationship that, that i'm gonna say that right there but i felt like the cast was a little bit immature about it it felt like there were a bunch of high schoolers thinking like oh my gosh like oh you slept with her oh did you have sex with her oh my god did you kiss her like, the, respect the man's decisions. He's respected all of you sitting on that table, even though they have more problems, which I agree. I feel like they have more problems than dealing with three people, but they have two problems within themselves. That's my opinion of that. I felt like the cast should have done better yeah. in really just respecting the fact that that's their choice and that's what they want to do. Uh, this whole Minty situation, I feel like he's not going to delete his, her number anyway. They're going to be friends not. forever. He's like not. He's really not. Mm -hmm. I, you know, Lorian, I don't think, I, I'll be very honest from what she said, I don't think she's that either. I just think she wants a female friend. Like, she's not describing a girlfriend. Everything she's described is like, I want someone I can go shopping with. I want somebody to hang out with. That's not a girlfriend in any form of the word. That's a friend that you're going to go, you know, hey, girl, let's go shoe shopping or hey, girl, let's get a drink or let's go buy some. Let's go get some coffee like that. that that's what she was describing. I'm, I'm really not. And, and the problem is bringing a third person in she's always going to be jealous. And I don't think she realizes this, is that she's always going to be jealous. It's so true. She's always going to be jealous. She's never going to go through that. If she couldn't deal with the fact of Minty being there, then how is she going to deal with another woman? How is she going to deal with that continuously? Like, come on. Like, it's just, she needs, she doesn't know. I, okay, yeah, she said that she wants a girlfriend, but the way you explained it is true. It feels like she just wants that friend. Like, let's call, let's you know, let's hang out, let's go shopping, let's have coffee, let's go have, you know, a girl's night. That's pretty much it. I feel like that's her definition. And I feel like everyone's kind of getting confused because they don't know the fact that she's got, she was so jealous with Minty with him. Imagine now with, an, with another girlfriend in the future. You know, uh, I feel like Rebecca's right. They need to focus on their their marriage currently. They just recently got married. And it's like, why don't you just focus on that? And then worry about the girlfriend later. 
but she's she seems keen like you know she still wants the girlfriend and you know i feel like everybody's confused in that even hazel herself i think okay and and follow me on, on this guys i think she may want a husband and a girlfriend but she wants them separate I don't know if anybody understands what I mean. What meaning, in other words, she wants the girlfriend to be her girlfriend, but not necessarily with Tariq. And she wants Tariq as her husband, but she doesn't want that person to have any, you know, she doesn't want him to have any communication with the girlfriend. And you have people like that, that she's just that jealous, but that's not the way it works. You got married. I mean, come on, like seriously. Just rolling up some comments here. Um, the whole crew makes no sense. Uh, Lorraine is definitely agreeing with you with what you said. Uh, but yeah, overall, it was just too much confusion. Uh, crew was just like, huh? I, I got to say, Ziad's reaction from beginning to end has been priceless. It's been entertaining me through this tell-all because it was not that great. It was stuff that I was like, uh, really? <laughs> I, I did not want to hear about Natalie and Mike. You know, Tariq had to say his own side of the story about this whole relationship with Minty. Uh, Minty's, uh, Hazel's obviously upset with Minty that the fact that they're, stalk- uh, they're talking, uh, with Tariq I know I got that confused but you guys get what I'm saying uh but I feel like these two are gonna have a long-term issues with trust because of that and it's gonna be hard for them to find another person to be part of this relationship like it's you know Ziet says this is not normal (laughs) it was so funny this poor man I think this whole tell-all has bombarded him with more American behavior than he wanted to know. I think he thought that like it was weird that you know Rebecca's telling him a couple of seasons ago. You know, I kissed a girl, but now it's like okay, all Americans are crazy because that was like his face. He's like, I'm sitting here. Why I sit here? Why? Why I sit here? I just want pizza. I eat pizza. Like, that was his whole face. <laughs> that guy got so many surprises of this, all everyone's lifestyle. Like, I'm telling you, lap dances, strip clubs, yeah, other but did girlfriends. You see his face with, when they started talking about the strippers, he was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you, do <laughs> you do this every day. You do this every day. That man made me laugh. He was like the MVP of the tell-all. That's what I'm telling you. He just looks at Rebecca and is just like, why are we doing this? (laughs) I'm telling you, I am telling you, I'm telling you. And the funny thing is you can tell who's actually going to be on on Happily Ever After because they're like, yeah, so I'm I'm not so... If 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 you I don't like people talking to my man, that was Julia. You know, men should not have a relationship with women that are not their wives. It's like, okay, you're already hamming it up for your, you know, oh so jealous tirades on happily ever after. We get it. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Anything else to add to Tariq, Hazel, and Minty? Uh, I just, I'm, I'm waiting for, actually for them, I really think I am looking forward to the behind the scenes just to see what happens. That's it. I got nothing else to say, but best wishes to them because there's a lot they need to work on and got to figure out what they both want and be on the same page. So let's move on to the very last couple that we got to hear again for the hundreds million times. Oh my God. I can't stand it. Uh, Mike and Natalie, they brought up the best friend. The best friend came, which was her name again, Sarah. Sarah, and she came to slay, honey. Sarah was not playing. She, you know, I think one of the things, and I have to say this, if you are listening, Natalie, American women will not play with you. We don't have time to play with you. So all of that, put me, put me, I need zitting, zitting, zitting. I want the baby. Listen, girlfriend, sit down, take several seats because no one is playing with you. And if you ever come out of your face and have to ask if all American women are whores, trust me, there will be several women begging to tell you what they think. So, yeah, I am not fooled. We're, we all know that it was an act. So, yeah, that wasn't cute. Sorry. Hey, you know, the cast reaction to that, it was just like, oh my gosh, she did not say that. When I heard that, I was just like, oh, Natalie, so low, low, because you live that high class life and you forget that the low class people. I I lost my train of thought with that. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what was going with it either. I was just like, whoa, my brain just boop see you later but overall natalie when she said that i did not appreciate it i was just like wow girl you've got cojones to really say that and uh, i'm glad sarah showed up i'm really glad but i feel bad for sarah at the same time because this woman what probably married two three years ago by now and still trying to deal with this nonsense drama because natalie thinks she's so high up there and her nose up in the air no, 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 no. I'm glad Sarah actually stood up for herself, said what she had to say. And yet Natalie's like, why you make things up? Why you say things that I didn't say? And she was, she was so true. Like you can tell by her body language. It's like, I'm telling the truth. This is what you said to me. This is what I, I'm being asked to say what happened. And I'm here to tell it. But the thing is that she didn't get rattled. And I think that's what Natalie was was hoping was that she got rattled by, you know, why, why, why did you lie? I didn't say that. But you could also tell by Natalie's, you know, body language that, yeah, she did say it. She just didn't expect for it to come out. And, and we've been seeing this all season from her. You know, she says things, you know. Even went the whole low class comments, and it's like, girl, get a hold of yourself. Like, do you really think that you are the best? And the fact that she said, well, her friend told her that all women, you know, this is why women in the United States 
don't have men or or can't keep a man. I'm like, wait a minute. And 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 please introduce this to your friend because I, I have some choice words for her too. Like, are you serious? I, I it, it was one of those things of Natalie, finally somebody called her on her crap and she couldn't handle it. No, these two should not be together. According to, you know, the Uncle Bo tour, they are not together. But, um, you know, she is now putting on all these things on social media. She's, you know, modeling and doing all the interesting stuff, trying to, you know, she's down in Florida and it's, it's super weird. She's, but the bad part is I, the, the part I really feel bad for is Mike is still footing the bill for this. No one realizes this for the next 10 years. If they don't get, and if, I'm pretty sure they did because remember they got married on the 19th, the 15th of April last year. If they didn't get divorced by then, um, she's allowed to stay in the country and he has to foot the bill for it. That is so true. That is so true. 10 years of taking care of this woman. But I've been seeing a lot of social media posts on Instagram of her just hitting the bars, saying hi to fans and the guys wanting pictures with her. Like she's been having a ball of a time in Florida. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not pleased with that. I'm like, is she... See, but the thing was, I'm really thinking she wanted to get here for she was with him for the green card as well. I mean, you know, because every time they anybody asked her something, she's well, we have to work on things. What is it you have to work on so badly? Like the two of you could have built a city with all the stuff that you feel you have to work on by now. <laughs> Definitely, they could have built the whole city. <laughs> that was funny. I'm just saying, like, are you serious? Like, uh, everything is, well, you know, we have some things to work on. We have some things to work on. We have, How much do you have to work on, people? Like, and and at this point, I have to ask. Did she ever love him or did she love the fact that she could get a ring and stay in the United States? She loved the ring more than Mike. She loved the ring, even though she threw it at him. But she loved the ring more than Mike. Ever since day one, I did not like Natalie because she has a crap-tacular, trying to keep this PG because it's so hard sometimes, but a crap-tacular attitude this woman was, you know, this was her third marriage, third divorce, is it? Or is it her second? I don't remember. But Girl, this is marriage number three. Okay. Marriage I'm, at the number point, she's, I'm at the point she's three strikes, you're out. Like, really? <laughs> marriage number three, divorce number three. So there's definitely something up here with uh, her, her track record. But... I I did not, in my opinion, guys, this is my opinion. I did not like Natalie. She is a sucky person. She's think she's better than everybody else. If you are better than everyone else, why are you in America? Why are you in America? For the ring and the baby. 
You know what? Andrew would be good for her. She wants the ring. She wants the baby. Andrew wants the baby. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Okay. So, Andrew, if you're listening, we'd like to switch Amira out and we're putting in Natalie. So that way the two of you can have a baby. You guys can have a ring. And I'm pretty sure with as bossy as your mom is, she'd be perfect. Oh, oops. Did I say that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> she would be fantastic with Andrew. Could you imagine? They would have a baby right away. She will have a ring. It's going to be emerald. Um, you know, it's a different type of ring. I'm pretty sure she'll love it. She's probably going to think, oh, this is better what Mike gave me. But yeah, they would get along so well. They'd get along. They'd get along. I mean, you know, Amira had, now has her uh, vampire boyfriend. So everybody's good. Everybody's grooving and everybody can live the American life. Yep. So... I, I say that works. I'd say that works. We should propose to that. Let's just do it. Let's get it out there. Andrew and Natalie. Andrew and Natalie. I see it. I, I can see that. I can see that for the future. Mike, we just, Mike, get with your hairdresser already. Get with the girl that cuts your hair. I'm saying if she could throw any more, hey, I like yous out there. Like, seriously, dude, seriously, get with your hairdresser. That girl's probably moved on that. She's just like, forget it, forget it. Well, I could see that, too. I could see that, too, because, I mean, you know, you've been doing this guy's hair. You've been throwing these kind of like secret. Hey, I like you's out there and making sure he looks extra special. And then you watch him get screwed over by by someone. Yeah, I, I could see her moving on. Because he hasn't gotten the message yet. It's like ever since day one of this season, he has not been happy that the fact that she got on a plane so quickly, which he probably funded anyway to get her over here. So it makes me wonder, were you just there for the paycheck because you're making 500 to $1,000 per episode? Like, what is it? Like, what is the outcome of it? She did not like him. She couldn't control him. She couldn't control Mike the way she wanted to. She wasn't getting her way. And then Mike tried to be his own self and tried to be the opposite and trying to be him. It's just, how does that even work? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But, you know, he could have prevented all of this when she made that phone call and said, oh, Mike, I have visa visa. I come to America. They could have he could have prevented that. He could have said, hey, you know what, Natalie, maybe you shouldn't get on that plane. Maybe we should wait a little bit because I don't feel like the way we left off when I left your country and you threw that ring in my face. I don't think this is going to work out. But what happens a week later, two weeks later, Natalie's in America and he's been miserable ever since. So we, I, I feel like he has to be blamed for that too as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is very, very true. And is, isn't, is there's a rumor going on? I think that she's dating. Oh God, please no. She's dating in, in, in Florida. And if that's true, Natalie, Natalie, girl, dear sweet Natalie. But at that point, Andrew has grounds for divorce. I'm just saying. And you could be going 
Bye bye. What else could we add to this uh, amazing tell-all part two? Because really, we got more of Natalie and Mike, Tariq and Hazel, and um, uh, oh yeah, Sarah, of course. Um, there really on. wasn't very much about this uh, this this tell-all because remember, guys, it was only an hour this time. It was only an hour. Not the normal two hours because, of course, TLC had to do sister wives. Okay, if I sound salty, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> I don't like that show. I'm just like, oh, these people again, they can't figure their crap out either. <laughs> but yeah, so see, even Dahlia agrees. Mike and the hairstylist. I, I, I'm I'm with it. I'm I'm here for all of that. Mike and the hairstylist. So I don't know. I'm I'm thinking, what are you what are you thinking for this new cast of Happily Ever After? Um because we have Angela and Michael, uh Yara and Jovi, Brandon and Julia. Asuelu and Kalani and the crew. Hi, Ernest. I know you're listening. Anyway, <laughs> and if you don't know who Ernest is, he follows me on Instagram. He is Kalani's brother-in-law. He's married to one of her sisters. Um. Then let's see. I think because there are seven couples, it's. Okay, like I said, Jovi and Yara, Michael and Angela, Brandon and Julia, Kalani and Asuelu, Libby and Andre, um, and then there are two more. Um, who are they? Dear goodness. And I had them yesterday. Because we are going into season eight with this. Tiffany. Uh, Thank you, Tiffany Dahlia. and Ronald. Yeah. Tiffany and Ronald. So, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing... I'm not really looking forward to Jovi and Yara, to be honest. Uh, no. Especially Jovi. If it was just Yara, I'd be okay with it, because I actually like her. Um, I like Yara. Julia and Brandon. Oh, my gosh. It's Julia ruined crap okay. show. Yeah, Julia ruined it when she started talking during the tell-all. I'm sorry. Like I was, I was, I was Team Julia up until that point, and it was like, oh, this girl. But yeah, I think okay. As far as craptacular as Angelica says, I like that. I have to start using it. Um, <laughs> um, I I really want to go for Kalani and Asuelu because we know their in laws are going to bring the noise. Um. And as far as rooting for a couple, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because I like I like the way that the dynamic that um, you know Angela and Michael are taking. It's like since they've gotten married, they they're they've gotten together better. But even though they're still on two different continents, but yeah. Um, then I like Ronald and Tiffany. 
So it's like, hmm, I don't know. And, you know, Libby and Andre, their family's just trying to be the next. Uh, they're trying to be the Moldovian Kardashians. So, what do you think? Okay, I'm not looking forward to Libby and Andre because I really dislike them. And also, uh, for those who weren't on Clubhouse, so we, there is a clubhouse group that we're a part of called 90 fiance fans or 90 fiance. I, you know, I, there's so much stuff that I have to deal with that I usually forget. So I apologize, but hearing that the fact that Libby used to badmouth every single member, but then she got her own only fans. It's she's like a hypocrite. I do not like her whatsoever. And I don't like what she she's trying to capitalize on this. You know, she's on only fans. Andre's on only fans. It's just, everybody's got an only fans. Now, even the, the sister clans got one. I'm not looking forward to them. They're just, they, I can't, I just can't deal with them. Um, Tiffany and Ronald, I'm interested to see how the relationship has evolved because, you know, they left on Rocky terms. She wanted to come back and be here. And then obviously Ronald couldn't come back, but we've seen in the preview that, uh, a lot of things go down and she's, she, she, I'm happy that she puts her foot down and, you know, she, I cannot wait for that scene. That's all I'm going to say. Um, the Aswellu and Kalani and all of them, it's going to be fun entertainment for a certain extent, not the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, it seems like they're really striking back at the other family. That other woman, Frig, the sister, half sister, whoever it is, the stepsister of Aswellu, she needs to calm down. Like she really needs to calm. She needs to be on a leash. I'm sorry, but uh, I, 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 we'll see what happens with her. The other couple, so Jovi, Brandon already talked about. Uh, are we? Am I missing one? Oh, Angela and Michael. Yes. I was no. going to say, how'd you miss Angela and Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to Angela and Michael. She goes through that health procedure, but also she's still living this long distance relationship. And I got to say, despite of what happened between those two in the past many seasons that they've been on. I do not condone what she's done in the past. I don't trust me. I don't, I can't, but they've really grown to really, I feel like Michael is actually in love with her at this point, because at the beginning you're kind of self-doubting like, why is Michael with this woman? It's just, well, same thing with baby girl, Lisa and Usman that we find out the truth. He just wanted to become more famous and look at him. Now he's bought a house for everybody. He's become Oprah Winfrey over there. Like you get a house, you get a house and you get a house. So I feel like, um, <laughs> I agree, Dahlia, Kalani needs to hurry up and knock someone, some teeth out. So they're back off already. Yeah, for real. Uh, such a high demand in that family. Like, there's just too much happening there. Uh, but hey, it's entertainment. Got, we'll see what's happening. Uh, but Angela and Michael, I'm actually looking forward to that. Reason is for her health journey to her better self because she wanted to do it and it's her choice. But I feel like Michael's actually fallen in love with this woman. Uh, he's, I feel like he's got nobody else at this point that he can, I guess, be himself. But also, I don't know. I know I'm not really making sense right now, but they've really grown together. Like they stuck it yeah. out for the yeah. longest. The person who, who deserves to have a green card is freaking Michael. 
of all the people that have had their green card, Michael is the one who needs to get one. He is the MVP. That man, he deserves a green card for putting up with that woman. But also, you know what? He needs a better life, too. I agree. I agree. And it had to be love. I mean, how many times can you take being told what to do? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just like, mm-mm, mm-mm, dude, no. It's a lot. It's a lot. But he has put up with it because he knows he's got that one-way ticket. But, you know, even from the last season, the last couple episodes, he really, he convinced me. Like, he convinced me. Not any, it's very rare that people can convince me that they love their partners when they're coming here. He convinced me. Like, Ashman Leeson did not convince me. Aladdin and Laura did not convince me. Um, Julia didn't even convince me. Yara didn't even convince me either. I felt like she was just going to come here and just find her own path and find her own man that can, you know, give her that luxury lifestyle, to be honest. But, you know, it's very hard for someone to convince me, especially this cast. Yeah. But he, he, he really did convince me over the last couple seasons. But yeah. Have you had any friends who pulled a 90 day fiance or heard other friends of friends who've done this and they're, together or not no i haven't really had any friends that have done the whole 90 day fiance thing um you know it's it's never actually no i did have someone that did the 90 tried to do the 90 day fiance thing and believe it or not they found out that the person just wanted money from them the person didn't even really want to come to america they didn't want a green card they just wanted this person that keeps sending the money. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. I, you know, I'll be honest. There's been a couple of stories that I've <laughs> experienced in my life uh, with other people with 90 fiance stories. And uh, some I haven't heard of yet. Their updates. Some I have, some were divorced, some were screwed over. Um, it, uh, there's a lot of stories that I could really tell. I think we have to say that for another day for sure, because it's really interesting. Some have been good. Some have been terrible, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's the same thing. I'm from Canada guys. So everyone thinks like Canada is better than the U S I feel like they're both the same. Anyway, you have the land of opportunities. There is a couple of differences, but really everyone's here for the better life. It's either they get the chance to be in the U S or they get the chance to be in Canada. So uh, yeah, I think I'm going to start releasing some of those stories and keep it confidential or come up with alias names and really share them because it's pretty interesting. When I've watched the show the first time back, how many, what, eight, seven, eight, ten years ago now, it's been interesting that I become more interested. I, the reason why I like 90 Day Fiance because I compare it with what's happening in real life with certain family friends and friends of friends and people that you've heard and you know obviously people from back home who just want to come here just for the green card but hey i always tell them you guys live a better life than we do <laughs> let's be honest you guys do yeah yeah it's super crazy i mean i think one of the things is when when they come and they find out hey no you weren't just like living high off the hog like you know you weren't just not sending money back home <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes. And I got to say that from a family friend's perspective, and I got to see it. And I'm just like, man, you came here the wrong time. This was a couple years back. This person's actually a doctor. 
who delivers actually babies. That's your profession. I don't know the name of it. I don't know the medical term, but beg to come here. Come you mean an OBGYN? No, is that no? There's one that just delivers kids at the hospital. Is that is there's got to be a different name for that though? Uh, usually it's just the obstetrician that delivers the babies. Oh, I see. I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> All I know that he he this person's only the one at the hospital where they said, "Oh, we got a delivery." Then they just call him up, and then boom, uh, they're delivering babies probably 15, 20 times a day, depending. <laughs> but that's that's the profession. Uh, so when they were able to get their visa and get it approved, comes here and so excited. First impressions like, oh my gosh, like cities and the, the so many buildings, everything looked great. Like the roads are clean. Like you name it. It was just like, they were, it, it was like, wow, this is a shock. The culture shock. Like, you know, it's like I'm living in New York city. I'm like, ah, you know, similar, but a little bit different, but that's what they compare Toronto as New York city. And reality hits after three months of partying and getting to know the city, sightseeing, everything. Like, you know, you got to find a job now. How are you going to support yourself? So this person went from a really good job per month back home, living decently and a little bit more, like comfortable, let's say, to working at a coffee shop for, at the time, minimum wage was, I think was $11. Eleven dollars per Whoa, hour. Whoa, that is a serious cut. That is a serious cut because I think a hundred dollars American back home, it's like living a thousand dollars a month. Which a thousand dollars back home can get you a beautiful house. You can actually get um, quite a bit of land. You can actually live off with the hundred dollars American. Well, one fifty now, but uh, you're able to have even cleaners cleaning ladies come in like you are living the life with that type of money uh but it was a huge pay cut it was a huge pay cut and had to work not just eight hours but 12 hours because rent where he decided to live at that time was 800 dollars a month whoa so this person tried so hard and asked, how do I transfer my credits for schooling and everything? And I said, you're going to have to call these universities in Toronto and you're going to have to see what they're going to tell you. Like they're going to want every single transcript because they did their schooling in Mexico. And do you know what they said? And this was the disappointing part. They weren't taking anything. No, nothing. You got to redo that the is... course again. 10 years to redo that. And how much yeah. money is that in 10 years? You're getting there up to like a good 500000 Yeah. And here's the crazy part. And I don't think, I think this is the one part, and I'll make it quick, that most people don't realize when they come here. You could have been a doctor in your own country. And the ones that kind of accept it, the most they can become without going back to school for full time, they can become like uh, a nurse practitioner or a nurse, but they don't get to be a doctor unless they go back to school. Yeah, yeah. So this person only lasted, uh, what, a year, couldn't take it, had to work two jobs and one in retail, one in a coffee shop, and just couldn't do it. He, They couldn't hack it. They couldn't hack it. They said, this is not what I want. And I said, well, at least you know how it is. 
no one guided you. Like we just let this person be like, you have to figure it on your own. We'll tell you where to go, but you need to figure it out because nothing's given to you here. No one's given anything when you come to this country, uh, especially in the United States, the same thing. So this person tried to hack it, but said, no, you know what? I can't do this. I can't live this life. I miss having that lifestyle that I had back home. And you guys are right. It's not easy living in the Americas because you have to work hard. And I'm like, I'm glad. Now take that information. Tell everybody else in that town because they keep bugging all of us thinking we've had potential suitors for them to get married. And you could just let them know how hard life is. <laughs> so... I haven't heard much from anybody because <laughs> I think they got what this guy went through and I felt so bad, but I'm like, you know what? You know, as much as you tell these people how hard life is, they still don't get it. And I always tell them, you guys live a better life. You guys live a better life. You got nothing to worry besides paying for the place that you live and that's it. And whatever cash you have left over, you somehow survive from that. So it's pretty crazy and I've seen a lot and heard a lot of stories and it's obviously mind blowing, but uh, yeah, it's not easy <laughs> for those listening internationally. Cause we do have international listeners um, in 65 countries. So it's not easy. Yeah, it's definitely not easy. There's definitely a way though. If you do have a certain degree, that's not outside medical you can definitely go into another country that's more advanced. Like Dubai has been the circle of that worked right. it for a couple of years and then hop over to America. And then you're able uh, to somewhat get a job and depending on the different fields. So yeah, I, I met a lot of people at work who have, have done through that route. So from the, the West uh, from like the middle Eastern side of things, hop over to uh, Dubai live there for three years until that visa is over because no one can really live there have a citizenship and then they make their way over to the u.s and canada and then work here for a couple years apply for your citizenship cross your fingers and then yeah they've got a job and i'm just like damn <laughs> yeah Seems like that's a better route than uh trying to find a potential suitor that's going to support you and but at least it's only three years as opposed to eight or ten yes that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's interesting but there is one more episode tomorrow of bears all that we're going to be re recapping yep. the last one is 13 thank goodness it's been a hard watch for the last couple episodes and when i mean hard watch it's like do we really need to know all this extra stuff like why do we have people back like we get the point especially like jenny and samir and i can't stand them anymore um <laughs> <Binyam> and ariella <laughs> no i cannot like just close the vault we don't need it it's super funny it's super funny. <laughs> but definitely tomorrow uh we're going live again at 5 p.m thank you for all of you for participating in the comments you guys had me laughing throughout and uh definitely bears all tomorrow episode 13 finally that means we get to get started on the single life which i'm not looking forward to mr uh little ed segments little ed segments is that what we're calling them now <laughs> little ed segments i was trying to come up with a name and i was like this is the one i came up with oh great little ed i like that though little ed segments <laughs> he's not big ed oh gosh <laughs> oh, i've been seeing a lot more photos now because they've apparently attended a wedding with his date liz and i'm just like mm -mm. oh great yeah. yeah no nope 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 
So, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Don't forget to check out CQP Moments Podcast. You'll see the link in the show notes. And also, if you're watching us live, it's definitely on the screen. Uh, guys, don't forget to even check out if you're a fan of Firefly Lane. Of course, Coupon Queenman and I are recapping it every single Friday. Last week's episode is already out. Check it out. Yep, we're three episodes in already, guys. It's so good. I'm so excited. And don't forget to check us back again live at 5 p.m. Eastern for Bearsall episode 13. Thank you guys for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're you listening, are to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.